Denver Sports Station 1043 The Fan presents Schlereth and Evans. Mike, 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 Mike. What day is it, Mike? Home <laughs> day? All right, yeah, all downhill from here. We cruise towards the weekend. That's right. Great to have you with us on this uh, Wednesday, 6 a.m. listeners. Best of the bunch here on the fan. You know that. You don't need me to tell you, but I do like to remind them of that fact. Happy Valentine's Day, everybody. Mark, you're not wearing your red. Am I supposed to pinch you? Or is that a St. Patrick's? That's St. Patrick's. That's St. Patrick's Day, Day, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't have to wear red. You don't have to? Maybe I have some red on, but it's not visible. Oh, behave. (laughs) 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 Woo. Well, yes. So, everybody, uh, it was so funny. I had to run out to the... uh, grocery store last night and um, pick up a few things. It's just so funny seeing guys and and they just, you can just tell. They're just like, oh yeah, I gotta do this. I'm miserable doing it. They did not look happy. Right. They look so uncomfortable standing there holding their little vase, their little vase full of flowers. Full of grocery store flowers. And (laughs) And they're just kind of standing there like, such a guy thing. Is this enough? Yeah. Is this going to be enough? Is this going (laughs) to get me over the top? Nope, it's not. Um, By the way, on the text line, as soon as I came in, watched you guys win Super Bowls in the Elway era. Heard you mention the Jack Reacher book. I've read them all. I'm not going to read them again. So, you know, if you're interested, just text me and we'll meet up. <laughs> like, I'm going to get kidnapped again. Jack Reacher would never fall. No. Ever fall for that. Next thing you know, I'm 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 shooting well, a ransom video. Well, 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 you might want to read the second book in the uh, series. I gave you the first book. Uh-huh. I want to read the second book. Second book, Kidnapping? Does Reacher get kidnapped? Reacher doesn't get kidnapped. Reacher kidnapped. No, 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 no. No, you got to read the book. Okay. Got to read the book. All right, that'll be my next one. Got to read the book. Hey, listen, I'm too I'm too dialed in to the ways of Reacher right now that I'm going to fall for that. That's how you wind up in a white panel van. Ah, read the second book. <laughs> okay. Read the second book. Uh, we Well, uh, speaking of Valentine's Day, uh, Rogue, uh, Sid the Kid, Sidney Corr now uh, working with us. Any advice, Sid, that you want to give guys out there who have left this to the last minute? Uh, yeah, just keep it simple. Simple. Just All keep right. it simple. Keep I think, it simple. Yeah, I think just taking a moment to... Like honor the day and like that that's that's all it takes. Like one rose is all it takes. Really? You know? Nothing for real, big. For real. But mm. just remember it. Just remember, yeah. Just mm. take a moment to just celebrate yeah. a made up holiday. Good well, idea. it's not a, it's not about celebrating the made up holiday. But it is a made up holiday. It's about celebrating Being, it's like just taking a moment to like tell someone that you love them. Well, do you have to do the same thing? Yeah, or yeah. I, I okay. always do I, I do something. Okay. Always. But yeah. do you think your responsibility is as big as the guy's responsibility? Uh, I think it's I'll equal. I'll take that as a no. <laughs> mm-hmm. That pause think- right there is like, no, the guy needs to do more mm-hmm. than I have to do. Mm-hmm. I think that's No, right. that's not true. No, I think that's the prevailing opinion. That, uh, that women think that guys need to bring it stronger on Valentine's Day than they need to. 
Well, I Again, think, I think both parties need to bring it, but maybe just in different ways. Okay. Okay. All right. All right. Well, take that advice as you see fit. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Avalanche get the win last night. And, you know, it, it didn't look pretty. It wasn't pretty. It wasn't easy. But isn't that kind of the way it works when you're in a slump? Like, the, the slump doesn't just burst. Right. Like, you know, this this giant thundercloud, right? You don't just come out of a slump and just immediately blow somebody out. It tends to be like that, doesn't it? Just kind of a, whew, all right, glad that's over type thing. Now let's get back to being us. Yeah, it's nice. It's nice to get that, to get the victory and, uh, you know, a couple empty netters at the end. So it was much closer than the final score would indicate. But I thought they, I mean, I thought they played hard. I, You know, I... It's never it's never perfect. I, I, I still am very concerned about our goaltending. Yeah. And there was a one timer there that you yeah. had a clean look at that got by you. There's a there's a couple things that you know, giving up a juicy rebound that goes you know, they they get to poke it back in. I, I don't know, Mike. It just there's I have concern there. I just it doesn't feel clean to me. No, and Jared Bednar would agree with you. After the game, he he was asked. It was it was an out of town. It wasn't part of the uh, Avalanche beat group, beat reporter group. And somebody asked about about uh, Georgiev, and he he gave that answer that you know, to a, to a, a reporter that was hearing it for the first time. And he I thought it was pretty revealing. He said, you know, he's been he's been good, but there are times he could be better. Mm-hmm. But then he said, like, our team, you know, we're searching for consistency, but that would go for Georgie as well, that there's some some games that he's been really good, and there's been some games where he has been so good. So it was a very, what would be the word? I'm, kind of a lukewarm mm-hmm. endorsement, I guess, of Georgiev's play to this point this year. So, but... He's your guy, ride or die, he's your guy. But I do believe that if you're looking at the to-do list, the checklist for what they need to do by the trade deadline, I, I do think they have to upgrade their backup goaltending. Hey, remember, when they won the Cup, they, they didn't they didn't just ride Darcy Kemper. They yeah. had Pavel Francois, who stepped in and was was terrific during spells of that, that playoff run. But yet, even, even with him as a quality backup... It was still some really, really mediocre goaltending the Avs had throughout that entire cup run. So, yeah, if you think about that team, this team isn't as good as that team was to be able to carry mediocre goaltending. Frankie came in and played great all the the way up until the point he didn't play great in one game, and then they went back to Darcy. But if he had continued to play great, Darcy wouldn't have been, Darcy wouldn't have been back in between the pipes. I mean, it would have been Frankie taking you to the Stanley Cup. So, Anyhow, um, yeah, that's uh, just a concern. Just my my own little observation of watching it. Well, that that shows that Mark is on his game, which is important because uh, today, yes, back by popular demand. We haven't done it for a while, but uh, it just feels so right. Uh-huh. It's a tell me why I'm wrong Wednesday. That's right. Mark, who proudly, boldly, arrogantly claims that he has his own island. I told you so, island. It's not a claim. It's just a fact. We invade it. Today, with you coming up with your strong takes and then finish it off with Mark, tell me why I'm wrong. And if he has no choice but to admit you're right, which he hates, hates, hates to do, uh, you get to hear those words that are so special and so rare. You're not wrong. 
And we usually set the over-under on success at like uh, th- uh, three and a half. If we can break through over the course of four hours with three and average about one an hour, that would be pretty good. That would be really good. So we'll set the over-under at three and a half. And uh, we'll open up the text line to you, 303-713-1043. We kick that off next. The power's out at our house. Ah, coffee table. But since our family has storm-ready Wi-Fi from Xfinity, we can stream or game in the dark. As I try and fill around for a seat. Ah, here we go. Oh, who moved the couch? Get storm-ready Wi-Fi only from Xfinity, so you can stay connected for up to four hours, even when the power goes out. Restrictions apply. Limited to customers within range of 4G LTE cellular signal. Speeds reduced to 30 slash 7 megabits per second. Actual speeds vary. Learn more at Xfinity.com slash StormReady. It's Schlereth and Evans on Denver's Sports Station. 104.3 The Fan. All right. Happy Valentine's Day, everyone. But more importantly... It's to tell me why I'm wrong Wednesday. Just so happens to be Valentine's Day, but more importantly, it's to tell me why I'm wrong Wednesday where you get a chance to bring your hot take to the show. Challenge Mark to tell you why you're not wrong. Yeah, good luck. All right, well, good let's, luck. let's We're start. All on let's you. start. Let's start as we invade. We right. we set sail with the Armada on I Told You So Island, Mark's private island that nobody gets to go on with Bolsey's Bluff. Rogers Rock, mm. the Paxton Lynch, River. Lazy River of Tears. The lazy River, <laughs> lazy dude, that's right. River of Tears. Lazy River of Tears. All right, let's start one off here. Ryan from Milliken. Mark, John Elway is a traitor. Tell me why I'm wrong. First off, it's Ryan of Milliken. Okay. Secondly, John Elway is the greatest Bronco of all time. And he was asked to celebrate the Super Bowl, and I'm sure this was done weeks ago. Whether it would have been the Ravens or the ball, you guys would have no problem him accepting this if it was Buffalo or the Ravens or some other AFC team, but you're angry because it's the Chiefs. Give me a break. It was weeks. It was weeks. He probably a month ago, maybe even more. When do you think they start planning all this? Did they just pick? Did they just pick? Uh, what's the dude's name? Did halftime? Usher. What? Usher. Usher. Yeah, Usher. Do can you just get a name? Why do we gotta be? Why do? Why do we gotta be a thing? Usher is not a name. It's a thing. <laughs> yeah. Well. Yeah. Yes. It's an. Yes. And you go to church on Sunday morning, there's an usher. usher right. Takes right, you to right, your seat. Right, right. Usher's a thing. Right. Right. Can we, can we have a name? So, a little bit more clarification, by the way. Uh, so, it was it was set up that Elway and Larry Zonka, they were going to be doing the trophy presentation no matter who won. Correct. So, yeah, of course, it would have been cool to be able to present uh, the trophy to... Kyle Shanahan, John Lynch, although there might have been a little awkwardness there, too, because John was never interested in Kyle Shanahan when Kyle was available and wanted the Broncos' job. John did just a, a quick drive-by interview with, with Kyle, and he had his eyes set on Vance Joseph at the time. But um, be that as it may, 
still, yes, you're right. This thing was was set up in advance, but you still had two weeks between the AFC Championship game and the Super Bowl. And I would I would like to think that that John might think about all right. There's a possibility the Chiefs are going to win the Super Bowl, and that might look kind of weird to my fan base. Maybe I ought to rethink this. And there's two weeks. There's plenty of time for me to back out and for them to find a replacement. Okay, so you know what? that's too bad. Yeah, that is too bad. So I mean, obviously, thinking San Francisco is the favorite, they're the better overall team. John thinks, hey, San Francisco is going to win no, it. Mike you can't, Shanahan, you can't da, 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 da. Think that. You can't. But it doesn't. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Whatever your th- thought process was, once you've committed, you're committed, and you're going to do it. And then, secondly, trader. That's strong. That's that, that's, too, that's that's, that's okay. what. If you want to say John didn't think that out, yeah. If you want to say, hey, John, maybe in hindsight, but at that point, when you're when you're two weeks away from it, and you've agreed to it months ago, now. Okay, so maybe you don't think San Francisco is going to win. You're hoping San Francisco wins, so you don't have to present it to the Chiefs. But it is what it is. I don't have any problem with Trader it. Trader is a strong Trader, word. Trader that's, is way too strong. Ryan, that's probably what keeps you from winning. Yeah. Too strong. Worded a different way. Maybe you'd have a chance. We move on. Mark of Parker. Oh, yeah. Football Focus says the Broncos are going to move up to number two to go after Drake May. According to Joe Klatt. May is more accurate than Josh Allen, and he's big like Ben Roethlisberger. That is Sean Payton's guy. He should go get them no matter what. Tell me why I'm wrong. So what is, first off, your the first mistake you've made here is pro football focus told you. <laughs> the hell's pro football uh-huh. focus know? Think anybody in pro football focus has talked to anybody in the Broncos organization and gotten inside information on what their plan is, they don't know what their plan is. Sean Payton said it just the other day from Radio Row. Haven't really, I don't start digging in until Monday. So how would pro football focus know what their plan is? They don't have a plan yet. They're, for, they're currently formulating a plan as we speak. Pro football focus. Give me a break. Now, what's the, what's the other one? The What's the... Is that profile the the one that crunches all the numbers and is yes. wrong about everything? Yes, that you hate so much. Yeah, next gen stats. The data freaks. Yeah, yeah the data freaks. Right. Yeah, those same guys. Do t- football via math. Yeah, <laughs> the data freaks. By the way, they're the same people that told Kyle Shanahan to yeah. accept accept the uh, kick, yeah, not to defer in overtime. He doubled down on that yesterday. Yeah, well, I mean, you know, that's what math tells you to do. Nicole, this is ridiculous. Yeah, Nicole, I agree. Nikola Jokic is the best athlete in Denver history. Mark, tell me why I'm wrong. Because he's not a great athlete. Well, oh, well. He's not. Best athlete well, in Denver? you know what that JaVel is. JaVale McGee is okay, a better that's, athlete that's than. That's not, that's not. Well, that's what he said. Well, that's not. No, it does, it's I, what he no, said. No, no, no. It's what he said. No, I'm going to take, I'm going to make an executive no, decision here, okay? No. He wasn't referring to the best athlete in its purest terms. We're talking about just the best, sp- all right, the best sports figure, the best athlete. Yes. No. Hey. Believe it or not, if we were having this conversation, I would refer to you as an athlete. I know, I know, silly. What was but, um, what did but, he say? What did the guy say? What did the guy say? All right, but yeah, all right, you gotta. What did he say? Debate this on. Debate this on how it's 
it's meant because that then it becomes a fair debate. Is Nikola Jokic the best athlete in Colorado history? Athlete? No. <sighs> All right. Best sports figure in Colorado, in Colorado history. history. Now, now we begin the debate. Go. Okay. Is is he? All right, is he a? Is he a better? Is he? Does he now? Has he climbed over? John Elway has he climbed over Joe Sackick? Has he climbed over uh, Patty Waugh? Has he has he climbed over Terrell Davis? That that's that's the point. The, and the answer is no. Why? Because when you talk about popularity and the fact that John Elway is Colorado across the nation, across the nation, in the world's biggest sport, in which. Their final game, the Super Bowl, drew 123 million viewers. What's an NBA? What's an NBA championship game? If you added up all the viewers together and lumped them all into one lump sum in the finals last year, it doesn't even come close to the number of people that viewed the Super Bowl. There is no question that when you talk about Denver, Colorado, and you say to anybody in America, who's the greatest athlete of Denver, Colorado of all time? John Elway will be what everybody says. Stamp. Period. The end. I I would agree with you that you can't put Jokic there. He still has the one title. Win another one? Well, to go along with what will probably be three MVPs... Uh, to go along with yeah. what would probably be two finals MVPs. You know it's going to be hard. Now you got a real, real, real argument. You know what's going to be hard? What's that? Is that as soon as the season's over, he packs up and goes to Urkistan or wherever <laughs> it is he's from. Urkistan. Urkistan. Yeah. There are a lot of... There are a lot of stands out uh, there. I don't know if Urkistan is, is one of them. Urkistan. I don't think there's a... Game five last year, Rogue, look this up for me. 13 million viewers in game five. For the nation? For the... For the country? Yeah. 13 million, that's it? 13 million. More people saw John Elway deliver the trophy to the Chiefs. Yeah, in the post-game show. In the post-game show, then then, then saw Jokic win a world championship. The final game was seventeen million. Okay, okay. Well, yeah, you're 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 trying to run two different arguments here: the popularity of football versus the popularity of the NBA. I'm not going to dispute that. I'm just talking about here within Colorado, who's the best athlete? Not the most, and I'm not even saying who's the most po- popular. I'm talking about who's the the best. But I would still agree with you. It it it, it right now it is still John. Yeah. But, but the fact that you're flying to Urkistan after every season does not does not bode well. Win another one, win another MVP, win another Finals MVP, and we shall have to revisit this uh, subject. Not a bad start on a Tell Me Why I'm Wrong Wednesday, but we're still looking for our first one. Morning Brew coming up next. It's time for your morning brew. Grab a cup of Joe and get caught up on everything you need to know. Here's Schlereth and Evans. Well, the Avalanche needed that. After going 0 for the road trip, losing four in a row, three in regulation, they 
went out and beat Washington 6-3. to A couple of empty net goals late in the game that uh, made the difference uh, not indicative of the way the game was played. This was, this was a tight game, a tough game throughout. The Avs gained a big lift from Arturi Lekkanen, who had his best game since uh, returning from that neck injury. Two goals, two assists, four-point night. Um, Miko Rantanen, very happy to see that. 35 games, when you miss 35 games, it's not easy to come back. It takes a little while. It, it's not just game or two and you feel normal. You know, it probably takes five to seven, eight games to feel that the timing is there. And I could, I could tell he was today. He probably played his best game. Miko had, had a goal as well. That That's a very key figure right there, that player, Arturi Lekanen. Because if you, if you look at all the issues with this hockey team right now, Lekanen getting back to the player that he was before he was hurt, being back to the player he was during the cup run is so crucial. I'm not saying it's on par with getting Val back. That's the most important thing. But if you can get Arturi Lekkanen going, that takes a lot of the stress or maybe the pressure off going out and making a big deal at the deadline. Well, I tell you what, yesterday he was great. And that that assist to Ratton in between the legs, that was I mean that was next level stuff. Like that's just yeah. You you talk about you talk about how you kind of have that sense when you start playing together and you start seeing things the same way and you have that connection, that unspoken word connection. That's just knowing where your teammate's going to be, having a feel, having your back to him, and still being able to feed him through your legs for an assist. Perfect, easy goal by Randon. I like that stuff was that was next level stuff. <laughs> Next on the Morning Brew, the Nuggets finish up their uh, pre-All-Star section of the uh, schedule as they take on the Sacramento Kings tonight. This is one of those cases where, like when they went out to Sacramento last week and got blown out right after beating the Lakers, uh-huh. had some people complaining, our Will Peterson, Scrappy Will, complaining about the, the NBA schedule and these back-to-backs. Well... The NBA schedule give and taketh away. In this case, they're giving to the Nuggets because the Nuggets take a Sacramento team tonight coming off and will be playing a back-to-back. Sacramento played a tough game right to the end, losing at Phoenix last night. They have to make the trek over here to Denver. Nuggets at least home with a, a, a night of rest. So the Nuggets hopefully will be able to uh, finish strong before the break. Yeah, you would hope so. And plus with what Michael Malone said the other day, like he's expecting a better effort after two back-to-back blowout losses. Like going into the All-Star break with a little bit better effort, a little bit uh, more attention to detail. We'll see exactly how that pans out and who plays and who doesn't. We'll see if uh, um, the uh, tibia. Is it the tibias? Tibias. See if the tibias are... Healed up a little bit for. Uh, I home. hope we do not see KCP or Jamal tonight. I hope we don't. I don't think we will. I like. I I want to see him. Why? Because you're going into a break, a long break. Do you think? I think the Tibbs was just get, an you excuse. Think getting a win is uh, is more a win over Sacramento in the middle of February before the All-Star break is more important than making sure KCP and Jamal Murray are healthy for the long push? You can't believe that. I think that those guys playing is important because I don't think they're serious injuries that they went out with. I think it's important you're going to have a long break for the All-Star break. So I think that's, I think if they're healthy. They're not healthy, though. 
Wait a minute. NBA health well, or no, real health? Well, hold on a second. Uh, it, this was not load management the other night. They both started the game. Right, and they it's, both... It's different if you come out during the game with injury than opposed to having not even started and played the game. They came out... <clears throat> they came out of the game with injury, tibia, tibias. <laughs> that's... Oh, that's real? Oh, the dreaded tibia. Shin splints. Is it the first time you've ever heard anybody come out with tibias in your whole life? Uh, this yes. is a first. Yes, yes, this is a first. I've never heard this before. Yeah, of course, because it's made up. Oh, it's not made it up. It is made up. Next on the uh, Morning Brew. Yeah, you know what? We're we're partial to the Shanahan. So Kyle Shanahan yesterday, the uh, post-mortem on the Super Bowl, answering now the critics who say you can't win the big one. These two Super Bowls have been tough losing to Kansas City. Um, but to think that if if we win that, that means I can win a big game. No, that means our team won the Super Bowl. Um, that's what that's what I understand. You guys can have any narrative you want, but like the success or the failure, uh, it comes down to one game. And I hope that I can be a part of a team that wins a game at the end of the year. But to say that the Niners can't win a big game would be an extremely inaccurate statement. Sorry, it's gonna. Oh, it's gonna dog you. For a while, of course, until you win one. <clears throat> of course, that's going to be the narrative. Of course, you know when you look at it. Well, he was the OC in Atlanta. You lost to Brady, and you've lost two games to what some people are calling the greatest quarterback of all time. Now, not you or I, but many in Mahomes. And so, you know, there are plenty of things that went wrong. I don't know how you bust a protection in a critical moment of a game in which Jawan Jennings is going to catch a touchdown pass and possibly be the Super Bowl MVP. And your right guard busts a protection. I don't know, last time I checked, 95, Chris Jones. Every protection, you block that guy. You just don't let him go free. There is no protection in which 95 comes free. And yet you bust a protection, and the rest is history. So is that is that Kyle's fault that you bust a protection? That you guys can't focus, like... Is that his fault? Come on, you know that's not how it works. What? What are you saying? So if uh, the no 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 the guard does his job and picks everybody up and makes a great play, and so you're saying they he only did it because Kyle taught him how to do it? No no no, I'm just saying that that the narrative is always going to fall on Kyle's shoulders. But you just do your job, you score a touchdown there. I don't know what the outcome is. Probably it's going to be that. Mahomes drives them right down and they tie it up. But the bottom line is, is the narrative is faulty because of the people that you played. Just like the Bills, oh, the Bills aren't a very good team. They went to four straight Super Bowls. They just lost to some NFC East juggernauts. File this away under, is the coach always going to get more credit than he deserves when they win and more blame than he deserves Mm -hmm. when they lose? Yes. But that's the nature of of the beast. That's the way it works. That'll do it for the uh, Morning Brew. Bring that to you each and every morning at 6.30. It's a Tell Me Why I'm Wrong Wednesday as you get a chance to go after Mark with your hot takes and get him to admit you're not wrong. Can you do it? We're 0 for the show thus far. Let's break through next. Denver Sports Station 104.3 The Fan presents Schlereth and Evans. Alright, happy Valentine's Day everybody. Hopefully, uh, guys, you've uh, taken care of what you're supposed to take care of. If not, Make sure they get time. Don't. Don't drop the ball. Don't. No. Please, please, take our advice. No. Do not drop the ball. As uh, 
said the kid said earlier, don't have to do, from a woman's perspective, you don't have to do a lot. You can keep it simple, but you got to acknowledge. Got to acknowledge. Mm-hmm. Something, something, something small, but just a, a reminder that you're thinking of her. So uh, good luck with that. It's a, a Tell Me Why I'm Wrong Wednesday where we have some fun going after Mark Schlereth and his pompous, arrogant, mm. I'm right, you're wrong attitude. So much so I have my own island. I told you so, island. The uh, idea is fun. You come up with your strong opinion. Bring it to us on the Ramoslaw.com text line, 303-713-1043. Finish it off with tell me why I'm wrong. And in the process, let's have a little debate. Here's one for you. destroy the island. Okay. Dave of Denver. Russell Wilson, Mark, should be retained, and the Broncos should focus on building a team around their quarterback instead of thinking they can actually win now. Just work on becoming relevant again. Build like the 49ers did. Tell me why I'm wrong. Okay, well, so that's... There's a real growing that's, sentiment that's to great. that idea. That's great. I would love to build the team. I would love to build a complete football team around a quarterback that you think has a potential to take you beyond 8-8. Eight and eight. And Russell ain't that guy. By the way, what you're going to you're going to spend uh, while you're building, while you're building that team, you're going to continue to just eat that salary. I I understand you got to you got to pay the piper anyway, but let's get rid of it. I just assume they take the whole $85 million hit in one year. Oof. And just Oof. Dude, that'd be That'd be massive. That would blow away any any that's what, record that it's what Tampa did. Tampa had a thirty-five million dollar Tom Brady cap hit this year. Tampa 35. had all kinds of other. Yeah, but it was it was thirty-five million for for Tom. You're well, talking look at, fifty look million at, more here. Look at what what Tampa, what their cap hit was. I think their cap hit was like eighty-five million bucks last year, and they went to the playoffs because. They made some really good decisions. Well, Russell, you're you're not going anywhere with Russell, so why keep him around? Like that, I, I don't have any problem with rebuilding. You're not going anywhere with Russell, so get rid of him. Rip off the Band-Aid. Here, here's the issue, though, for me. If you feel like you can bring in a quarterback mm-hmm. that that you see potential in to the point where you think he could be the, your answer at quarterback— then I'm all for that, moving on from Russ. But if all you're doing is just bringing in a, a, a simple stopgap, right? Just because, well, I I know he's a stopgap, but I'll be able to be more comfortable working with him than I would Russ. I don't know if that really makes a whole lot of sense. Well, here's the other thing. I, you know, uh, we had uh, James. like if your idea is to say, hey. Uh, Jared Stidham is my my plan instead of Russ. Right. Well, then I just assume you just. Stay with Russ. Why? Because Jared Stidham is just simply a stopgap that you're going to be a little so bit more. Is, so is Russ. Yeah, but at least with Russ, you're. Yeah, you're 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 paying him, but at least you're not having then to go out on top of eating the cap hit and then still invest well, more at the quarterback. Right, let me just let me just address this text in in general, okay? Russ isn't the plan. Russ has no future here. And you said what we should do is just build a team like San Francisco did. What San Francisco did was understood the error of their ways after they invested three, not one, three first-rounders to move up and get Trey Lance. And what do they do? 
They realized Trey Lance wasn't the answer and he couldn't play. So what do they do? They kicked his ass out and moved on with the seventh round Mr. Irrelevant quarterback and they got to the Super Bowl. You can't have it both ways. You can't have it. Let's build our football team. You know, James Marilyn came in here the other day and said, let's go get that tight end from Georgia. What's that kid's name? Bowers or something yep. like that. Yep. Right? Oh, yeah, let's go get him. What a difference maker. Now we can control the middle of the field with a quarterback who doesn't throw it in the middle of the field. Do you understand how, like, illogical that is? There, There's no congruent thought process that says, hey, as long as we get some guys that can eat up the middle of the field, now we can be good with a quarterback who doesn't throw it in said middle of the field because he can't see it. I mean, I hear that stuff, and it makes my blood boil because I go, how stupid are you? Do you think we're just going to keep loading him with weapons, and all of a sudden he's going to be able to do things he hasn't done in the past? So for 12 years, he hasn't done it. For 12 years. And he's had success scrambling around and making plays off schedule, but for 12 years, he hasn't thrown it to tight ends in the middle of football field. He hasn't controlled the middle of football field. He hasn't thrown the in-cutting routes. For 12 years yet, but now if we just get some more weapons around him, then he's going to do it. You know, it's like, hey, man, hey, my son, my son can't throw hard. He never has been able to throw hard. But if I just rub some buttermilk on his shoulder, then he's going to be throwing a 98-mile-an-hour fastball in high school. Do you realize how stupid you sound? All right, Texter, I guess you were wrong. Uh, the <laughs> after that response, sorry, you were wrong. Coming up, we have uh, four down territory for you. Jared Bednar on what made last night's slump buster so satisfying. And we haven't even begun spring training yet. And already bad news oh, for no. the Rockies. No. Yes. No. If you didn't think it could get worse, here you go. Details next.